This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles with yours truly, the evil chocolate cookie. It is Saturday, so this is our spotlight. And, of course, as you know, our spotlight focuses on someone or something very important to Jeopardy history. Sorry for the little voice in my in the background. My watch just turned on because I accidentally like the, let the battery run out and just had to plug it up and charge it. But tonight we are going to be talking about a very specific kind of player. That is the player group known as the Giant Killers. By definition, in the Jeopardy department, a giant killer is anyone who is able to successfully defeat a super or ultra champion. We've had a few of them, particularly recently. And I will talk about as many of them as I can remember. But I may have some incorrect information. Because I don't remember the exact order that some people played in. So we'll start out with the first, you know, notable occurrence of a giant killer in Jeopardy history. And that happened on November 30th, 2004, when Nancy Zerg managed to defeat Ken Jennings. This is notable because, as we all know, Ken Jennings had been on a 74-game streak. And game 75 just did not go his way. He, he missed both of the daily doubles in double jeopardy. Lost a nice huge chunk of money. Didn't have a huge lead going into final. And also missed final. And Nancy was able to capitalize on that. She got it right. She won the game. Which stunned everybody, including her. But Ken took it really, really well. And I like that. Like... I'm sure he was disappointed, but he wasn't a jerk about it either. So that was the first that was the first, you know, big occurrence of that. I there's some I don't remember. I don't remember who beat uh David Madden. I don't remember who beat Julia Collins. Um the next one I really know anything about was the lady that beat James Holdshauer, Emma something or other. I don't remember her last name right off the top of my head. And she did that by keeping the Daily Doubles away from him. I know it's, you know, random luck as to who finds them because nobody knows where they are. But the fact that she managed to keep them away from him, well, she managed to keep them away and probably the other person in the game too, I don't remember it all that well, managed to keep the Daily Doubles out of James's hands. And that really hurt James. Because of the way that he played. They ended up getting a rematch in the Tournament of Champions and this time James won. So, yeah, you just you never know. And then we move on to what started happening in season 37-38. Madame Odio met up with a guy by the name of Jonathan Fisher. Jonathan won. 
not only did Jonathan win, Jonathan went on his own 11-game streak, which is pretty impressive. When you keep in mind that a lot of the so-called giant killers either lost the very next game or won close to it. So, yeah, that's that's very, very, very important to remember. Next, we have another Nancy who took out Jonathan. I don't remember her last name, but we all kind of found it funny that Nancy took out the person who took out the super champion. Because of the whole, you know, Nancy Zerg thing with Ken Jennings and all that. But it was honestly kind of awesome. Because that that game just... I remember that game. It kind of flipped on its head. Jonathan started out well, but then hit a couple of road bumps and really couldn't recover from smashing headfirst into them. I'm putting Jonathan up here because he had a 10-plus game streak. The next one we really hear anything about is Roan Tolsma, who defeated Amy Schneider by kind of playing her strategy against her with, you know, the crazy wagering and stuff like that. And by being the only one to get Final Jeopardy correct that day. Which I think made a lot of people sad because, I mean, Amy had been around for 40 games and, well, we we like to see when people you know, really take off like that. It's pretty awesome. There were... I can't remember if Ryan Long played before or after Matea because I I am trying to remember who took him out, but I don't remember. But Matea ended up losing their game on a Friday and which broke the Friday curse for any challenger of an ultra champion because up until that point there were two weekday curses in Jeopardy. The Monday curse for the super and ultra champions themselves and the Friday curse for the challengers. Now we talked about the Monday curse in great detail here but something I don't think I have ever mentioned is up until that point no ultra champion had lost on a Friday. And then Danielle Maurer comes in here and changes all that. We saw her recently in uh, Champions Wildcard, I think it was. Now we move on to Season 39. And the first giant killer we see is Andy from the recent uh, Champions Wildcard, who took out Chris Panulo. To which I was extremely grateful because I was getting bored. Like, Chris is a brilliant player, but does not have the kind of personality that was, you know, really keeping anybody engaged. Then, we had Lloyd, who took out Ray Lalonde, who was the Canadian guy that I was telling you about. I finally remembered his last name. I I really, really like that guy. I hope he wins something or other in the Tournament of Champions, even if it's just a quarterfinal. Because I, I do, I like him. I like his personality. 
honestly, he seemed like he seems a lot like someone's uncle or someone's grandpa. Just that kind of personality is the feeling you get, like a favorite, like a favorite uncle or a favorite grandparent. And I, I like that. We've really not had anyone else go on a massive, massive terror recently and due in large part to the stupid tournaments. But we've had a lot of giant killers over the past, you know, 20 years. Oh my god, it is 20 years. November 30th would be 20 years since Ken Jennings got his patootie kicked. I wonder if he's going to remember that and hide in a corner that day. (laughs) Not really. But we've had quite we've had quite a fair number of them over the years. If there's anybody I'm missing, I'm sorry. I just I was out of the loop for several years and I don't remember everyone's names as well as I probably should. So with that said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I am extremely extremely short on sleep. So I need to get in the bed and fix that. <sighs> Excuse me, sorry about that. So I'm going to say goodnight. Thank you for listening. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.